The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. There we go. Thank you, Alliance. Off we go. Our wake-up song and everything else. And welcoming all of the uh, listeners who have been abandoned by the retirement of Mark and uh, Neanderthal. <laughs> Welcome, KSLX people. Remember when uh, we united the dirt heads with the KUPD ghouls? When uh, KDKB fell off and went to uh, that uh, station for the gays, we decided to say, let's just welcome. They were just abandoned. The KDKB dirtheads were abandoned. And occasionally we have to play uh, Motley Crue or Judas Priest and things like that for them. We throw in an older song. So now maybe today we'll throw in a little Elton John. Skinner. uh, Skinner is always going to appease them. But welcome, KSLX listener, who had no idea what to do. It was was nice. Friday, uh, Mark, who... uh, uh, from way back in the day, the Tim and Mark show on KDKB, and then Mark and Neanderthal uh, here at KSLX for the last uh, seven or eight years, uh, said goodbye to his career. And I, for one, am wildly jealous. I don't get jealous too often. I find envy and jealousy very different things. I know what one is versus the other. Jealousy is the unattainable anger. Uh, because the, ooh, I want that and can't have it type thing. And you get mad at the person who the envy is, oh, my God, they have that. I want that. And then you strive to get it. Envy is almost ambition. Jealousy is a wasted emotion. What are you looking at that guy for? What are you looking at that guy for? It's like you, you're not, you, A, it does nothing. It doesn't make you uh, stronger. It doesn't stop anyone from doing something. And it doesn't uh, uh, make anyone do anything. Jealousy is a wasted feeling, completely. I am jealous. I am wasting my feelings for Mark because, man, oh, man. No more alarm clocks, Brady. He's retired early. He got out. He's doing good. So congratulations to Mark Devine on a, on a good career, a job well done for years on end. And now. I didn't realize he had a 10-year space in between. Yeah, he didn't. He did real like estate real estate and stuff. Years. Yeah, Yeah, he just stopped working for a little while. But for the most part, for the last 40 years, the dude's been at radio, and then he took a gap in between. So 30 of the 40 years, he was doing 4 a.m. morning shows. And that ain't easy, man. And especially to go out on your own terms. I highly expect this show to end based on me going, well, why is everybody so mad? That's the last words I think I'm going to say in the air. I think I almost guarantee 
that my last day on the air will be like, what's the big, why is everybody so angry? What do you mean I, what do you mean I can't go on there? And then you just say, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Turn the mics off and march me out. There's no way I get a six-week goodbye. There's no way. And that rarely happens in no this business. No way. And Never that's, I'm jealous. I envy it. He's done something right. Good for him. It's after the show on Friday. Yeah. By the way, uh, get your stuff. Most of the firings. Oh, if they're that nice about yeah. it, most of the time your stuff's already gotten. We're going to go ahead and make it move here. Like, oh. Huh? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, uh, it's impressive. So congratulations. But welcome all the KSL extras. Maybe a couple wake-up song ideas from their kit and caboodle. Who knows? Uh, again, I brought it up earlier. It's Easter Keg Week, which I can't believe. we got the kegs all lined up. They'll be here today and tomorrow. We start getting them out there. 98 of them all over the valley. A few on the internet. Uh, one of them is worth $5,000. You figure this thing out. You get yourself five grand in your pocket, and then it's just flat fun. Friday morning is, uh, again, just checking the weather. Perfect. We have yet to have a bad Easter Keg morning. We picked the right time to do this one. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be perfect on Friday morning. Everybody's going to be happy, running around, be careful, and uh, walking out. All the kegs come with prizes. we got something for everybody who finds a keg. Uh, I talked to uh, the guys over at uh, American Roofing and stuff, and we were chatting. Uh, I said, uh, you know about the Easter keg? And he goes, I've been wanting to do that my whole life. And I'm like, wow, we've been alone for a long time. <laughs> and uh, Kirk was talking about that, and he said, uh, um, and I said, well, how about you guys get to hide one? I thought he was going to cry. He's like, are you kidding me? I get to, well, this is just an honor, sir. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. I've been a fan of the year since yeah. you were relevant. Yeah, I've been way back when you were a young man, Mr. Holmberg. Back when, back when you were relevant. Back when you had legs, you know. <laughs> Can you hear me, sir? Yeah, I'm fine. My hearing's not gone. That's pretty. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, it's Florida, so he's going to hide one for us. We got people hiding stuff all over the place, and you don't know who's going to hide what, and uh, it's awesome. So uh, get ready for that on Friday. That's going to be amazing. And I'm, I'm, again, can't believe it's already Easter this weekend. Brady and I uh, had me thinking, like, because you got into an argument at home, evidently, about when Easter week actually is. Yeah. And your family is supposedly They've come around. Well, yeah, because it's from... Because I know this from Father Creepy Father Dale at yeah. uh, St. Tim's would throw this huge, weird parking lot party the Sunday before Easter, the Palm Sunday, correct? Palm That's Sunday. yesterday. Yep. yep. And he'd burn palms and smash people in the face with them. And then uh, that was when... You smoke, you smoke oh, out on the palms on Palm Sunday. Brett grew up in the area, too, mm-hmm. over by St. Tim's. So the greatest day was I went, because that was, that was right in the heart of when I was trying to, uh, I had a crush on a girl who went to the teen life thing or whatever that was called. Life teen. Whatever. Who cares? Rape house, Brady. Let's not correct it. It was a rape parlor. It was Tinder for the teens. It was, yeah, it was Tinder for Dr. or uh, Father Douchebag. And his They're giving friends. life to teens. Well, they put life in a teen, and the best part was uh, <laughs> the, the teen leader, Phil... Full of beans, Phil. What's up? God bless, brother. <laughs> he had Guy Fieri. Oh, he was he was worse than Guy Fieri. Oh. Hey, guys, I'm just on fire with the Lord. How are you? I'm like, get out of my way, dick. <laughs> Phil, nobody it's feels. It's Phil. Jesus isn't even this happy about seeing his dad. Knock it off. 
Hey, everybody, I'm fired for God. He stood on a car in the parking lot the day I found out he had gotten one of the teens pregnant. Palm Sunday. He filled her up. <laughs> Phil did some filling. And she was 16, and he was early 20s. Oh, I'm just so on fire for the Lord. I just can't wait. Easter week's the most exciting week of the year, and Jesus is this, and Lord, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there going, is he really allowed to talk? Like, we know about his girlfriend. We go to school with her, but she's pregnant. It's his. And he's sitting there telling all these teen kids how important all these. Like, you should have kept it quiet for a day. And that's when it all started to, at least in my mind, started to unravel. Because that was also the same day Father Dale walked with me and my friend Andy Swingle over to one of the teen rape houses, which was filled with pinball machines and candy and kids, you know. One gro- of the teen rape houses. Grooming supplies. That was before he had the second one. Oh, okay. The grooming supplies. And he asked uh, my friend Andy, if uh, do, you, uh, do you and your girlfriend Tanya masturbate uh, in front of each other? Now, keep in mind, I just met this creep like 10 minutes earlier. Do you masturbate in front of each other? Do you? And Andy said, I'm not comfortable talking about this. You have to. I'm your priest. Does she touch herself in front? Does she touch you? What do you guys do? From the walk from the church to the rape house. And I'm like, holy Moses, this dude is something. And then the other guy hops on a car hood. Because that's what cool kids do. That's what they do in Greece. Fire for Jesus. <laughs> and he's all full of beans bouncing around. And then it all just started to implode. So I know from that day. Because of Crazy Phil, the impregnator. You're like, how do I become a leader in life? Team? Well, first off, the girl he impregnated was a smoke show. She had to go to another school, though. Because instead of getting the, the uh, church in trouble, they just moved her out of the way. They were good at shuffling. She went to Gilbert or something. She probably knew her. I forgot her name. But you probably, if a pregnant girl just showed up at Gilbert, it we was had a couple of, of them actually. Because so, of our yeah. church. <laughs> it was because of the, the, the priests at our church. Outcast. Yeah, oh, it was oh. gone. So I'm just there trying to do what they're doing. I was trying to get laid just like the guys running the church were doing. They and were, make the baseball team. Well, that was over. I knew oh. I knew that wasn't going to happen because the uh, a lot of running, and then they, you had to go sit at the church a couple of times. It was weird. Like, you had to get to be friends with church people. And I wasn't a churchy. I just wanted to bang that Sarah girl. And that wasn't going well for me at all. So I just kind of bailed out. But, uh, uh, yeah, he did that. And then, But I remember because of that day being so awkward and memorable in my life that that's when Easter week starts. That the Holy Week is Palm Sunday to Easter. And, that, and that's the week that those guys probably didn't diddle any children. And then they got back on it when it was Unholy Week. Yeah, the they week class, after. You know, yeah when it was Sam Smith, Kim Petras week the next Monday. Doing something unholy. <laughs> yeah, so, that was a, so that's the debate. But I can't believe we're in Easter week now. So it's a, a big one, and uh, Friday is a lot has changed. Easter cake has it? <laughs> no more life teen, <laughs> right? Oh, maybe it's too many victims, Brady. A lot of the times, other than the church itself, when you get caught, you know, depancing a bunch of boys and touching their ding dongs, you lose your business. <laughs> pretty standard American way. I mean, in cancel culture, you're not even allowed to joke about it. Uh, they're still a thing somehow. Still don't get it. Didn't even change the name. Didn't have the decency to go, you know, we're not going to call ourselves that anymore after this thousands and thousands of rapes. We're going to somehow or another still just uh, stand in front of you with our logo in place going, still good. I don't get it. Again, I always go back to the idea that if Best Buy had, let's say, mm, I don't know, 20,000 rape victims, 
They'd have the decency to. Papa John's had one guy say the N word, and they they added an apostrophe, took an apostrophe away. At least they changed something. <laughs> Best Buy wouldn't be called Best Buy. It was like, hey, that's a place where thousands of rapes have occurred. There'd definitely be some reimaging <laughs> going be on. A branding move. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not that Catholic church. They just kept trucking. That's the thousand schmalzens you know there's billions of us so it's a really low percentage when you think about it when you play the numbers right yeah if you're, <laughs> if you're looking at the numbers game we really we could have raped so many more <laughs> but we didn't uh anyway so that's what holy week is and that's why it's this week and that's why we decided to make it about beer and partying and having a time be at mavericks friday night for the redemption party the kegs will be floating all over the place everybody gets one brings it down there you get your prize uh and then Roll out the winner by a drawing uh, right there with those tickets. Every every year on that Friday night, I get to disappoint uh, about 90 people. It's pretty fun. It is pretty fun. I get to just basically hold up the one winning ticket and say, all right, guys, here's the one. If you're holding this one, you got five grand in your hand. If not, and each number I read off, a, a, a gaggle of folks drop off. So if it's like 976-403 is the winning ticket, by the time I get to that four, there's 90 people that don't, you know, that don't have 403 and one that does because some of them find two or three kicks. Usually there's every number I read, there's that satisfying, oh, of the people who have just been cast away as we eliminate down to one. It's pretty fun. Stayed up all night for this. It's pretty fun. <laughs> but how many chances do you get a one in 98 Hey, chance? look, at five grand, you're one in 98 pop. Raffles, nothing's close. Never like that. So it's pretty awesome. We can't wait for that. That's going to be good. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And speaking of Holy Week, Brady, I'm in an, uh, uh, I need to lean on Brady's morality on this Holy Week. You're the only one who Uh-oh. talks to Jesus, the only one who Jesus may talk to if you're delusional and nuts. Possible. Uh, a, a moral dilemma, as I didn't realize. Uh, I've been uh, used for a skill I have uh, at a children's party. Now, here's the thing. Oh, no, this isn't going to go John down. This is not. This is not going to go down the same way as Father Dale would have said that. Uh, you know how I also I can do voices impressions, and also I'm pretty good at copying autographs. Like pretty sure. darn good at it. Like you and oh, I, yeah. you got somewhere to go. No, someone <laughs> just looked at his watch. I don't want to. Yeah, where well, you going? <laughs> hurry it up there, Homeberg. Let's go, I got kid. I got uh, got a tea time in twenty. Uh, so I've done the Gordon Ramsay one. I don't remember who we gave a Tom Cruise poster to once, but he asked for it. Uh, we had a poster, and I said it was autographed, and then we copied Sting. It. Sting. Yes, I've done some, uh, and everybody seems, I made a lady cry. I'm not going to say where, because she's unaware that this was a false autograph. She said she went to a concert, and she would kill for an autograph from that band. And I looked at the person I was with, and I'm like, we can do this. <laughs> 
and I, all four guys in the band, I faked their autograph. And then a week later, presented her with this framed thing. And we didn't know that she would buy it. And she started crying. I'm like, oh, man. Now we can't. We were just going to joke around. And we realized that this meant something. So she's got that hanging at her house. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I've done it a few times with adults. Never have I been asked by a, by a person who is taking advantage of the fact that people think that if you're, you have any notoriety in the city, you know other people who have notoriety. And because I'm pals with Kevin Ray, this is big brand liability for him, is that they think I know the Phoenix Suns, and I do not. In fact, they don't want to know me. I've met Eddie Johnson nine times. A week ago, he shook my hand. He said, what's your name? And I said, it's John. John, I'm Eddie Johnson. I'm like, I know who you are. And he goes, that's great. He goes, nice to meet you. And he walked away, and I turned to my friend Brian. I'm like, maybe the ninth time I've met him, like, in the last year. He's been on the like show. not an average setting. No, no, no. He's, I mean, no, no. It's always something right. weird. There's something strange going on. Like, but there's enough so that it's like, it's not like a just a meet yeah. and greet. He does, no, no, no. Yeah, it's not like it's a big... It's, a, it's I'm with his friends. Outing. I'm with Kevin Ray, yeah. the guy he does the broadcast with. And Eddie doesn't have time to know me. I don't blame him. He meets a lot of people, a lot yeah. of idiots that look just like You me. understand. I get it. We're not hanging out, so... But he doesn't, like, from... Every time he's walked up to me and shook my hand, and there's been gaps of maybe four days where the last time I met him to the next time I met him, and he still says, nice to meet you, and he's just staring directly at me. What's your name? I'm just John still. It's nice to meet you. I'm like, thanks, John. Thank you. It's good to meet you. Like, thanks, Eddie. It's good to meet you again. Mm Mm-hmm. And he just leaves. So they think I know the sons. I do not. So one lady that I know taking advantage of this by going to a party for another kid, um, you know, moms have to take kids, go to kids' parties with their kid. And this kid's uh, like a braggy kid, evidently, right? Like this kid's always, her parents are always up to getting great presents for other kids and things like that. She asked me if I would autograph a sun shirt with Devin Booker's autograph. Now, if you go in my office right now, there's pages of me copying Devin Booker's <laughs> Like I went, I went through a notebook of just practicing, and I nailed it. Uh, not well, not knowing this was for children, and uh, evidently, uh, the husband of the lady found out, and they still did it. They still gave this because they wanted to one up the other parents that are always handing stuff over. The guilt inside me is unbelievable. Because they've never done this for children before. But at the same time, they're just kids. Like, you know, there's no cert- certification here. There's no certificate of authenticity. So the kid's just getting a shirt with a, somebody scrawled on. Evidently, the party revolved around this shirt. Like, once that happened. That was a game changer to the party. Lost, everybody lost their minds. <laughs> it is the greatest. It's so fraudulent and awful. And these kids are... So happy. So in a way, I'm thinking to myself, I brought great joy to children through some other crooked mother's ways, like some other hellbound lady's ways. This woman is as awful as I am, and we thought it would be fun. And she really just wanted to kind of zing the other parents. Uh, At the same time, I'm thinking, wow, if I was that kid, 
And then later found out this jackass at the radio station. Because that's what they're... Eventually somebody's going to spill... Well, I'm spilling them now, but... So do you know that there was a great debate about this? In, amongst, no. Amongst the pit downstairs? No, no, let's not say any names. No, no, I don't, I'm want, not I don't want this getting I'm not deep. saying any names. I'm coming back. Oh, wow. But, yeah. but the, it's closer to the heart here. No, so but the idea was brought <laughs> up. Right, hold on. Hi, Richard. Yes, yeah. Maybe you should go. Yeah, it, it's somewhere that the Richard also hangs around. This was brought up. He got wind Brought of up it. amongst many people. Downstairs. Mm-hmm. And it was like the whole thing was against it, probably. Uh, it was about... Five to one. Okay, that's who's. Against. I want to ask who the one was. Who's the crookedest um, person? Well, I was on the side for it. For what, what I did? Yes. Yeah. Because you got am. kids. Yeah. I don't think Absolutely. it's bad. Like I don't it think it's bad, bad. But in a way, it's not. having a kid who oh. met Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. And got his real autograph. Right. Knowing that situation, if if I had come home with an Anthony Rizzo at the time autograph jersey, he'd have been out of his mind. And you could, but if it was fake, if it was signed by you, because I yeah. know you could do the same thing, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent, I'd do that every oh, time. So sad. Like it's not like the kids taking it to Pawn Stars and having it evaluated. <laughs> no, he might by, though. But if you don't have the certificate, it's exactly. no big deal. But it's still just heartbreaking. It's, Once it's he too finds too far, out, it's a kid's <laughs> jersey, and the kid's going to deal with a lot more heartbreaks no than that this in is, life. This, Screw him. You know what, because Brett? Brett, you're making a lot of sense you right now. Do this every time. Yeah, I like this. Brett's right. This kid's, you're going to face some, you know, adversity it's in life. the parents. It's not me, right? No. Oh, the parents are so pressured that they need to, you know, if they do this and they came clean, like it was a joke to try to get the, you know, but it's a one-upping. It is a one-upping. And they and, they, and it worked. Oh, it's ridiculous. But Brady, please, you live in Jonestown. You've seen, you know the <laughs> oh, one-uppings. You know when a new car's in your neighborhood, seven new cars will be in your neighborhood. You know when somebody gets a new little tiny brick block around their tree in the front yard. Everybody redoes their front yard. It's The Joneses I've, are amazing. I've been a part of it. I've done a, you know something to do, you know, get this item because now the guy has to get it for his wife. Right. But you're, you're right. You, you have one. But you basically, go get one. it's being tired of kids' parties where this lady always wins. She wanted to win. I understand, and I think, um, I'm thinking like if I was a kid later in life and you find out, that's a funny story. No, Hilarious. is that it kid though? Because I don't, think, I don't think he's going five or to, six years. you know, uh, it's you a know, girl. it might be tough. It's a girl. If not they are trying the to try to sell huh? the jersey. Not in the shirt in a few years. Yeah, but still, I have shirts from when I was a kid. Autographed little little league shirts. Joe DiMaggio came to our out of nowhere. Our West Virginia baseball little league. I played for Kiwanis, and we were playing FOP, and the whole game stopped. The fraternal order of police. Yeah, because they didn't have team names. They just whoever <laughs> threw the cash in, you got a shirt with felt letters ironed on. We were Kiwanis. FOPs playing against us. My friend Todd Bebout was on FOP, and somebody in the crowd goes. Well, at the time, I was like, holy f***, Mr. Coffee's here. Like, we didn't know, like, the kids didn't know who Joe DiMaggio was, really. And uh, there he was, and he did that. So I got, he wasn't nice to anyone at all. He was like us. I don't want to hang out with a bunch of I don't know what he was doing in Morgantown, West Virginia, Little League anyway. But uh, he signed a couple of shirts, and I was one of them, and I still have that. It's in a box, but I have it. I have a couple others, too, where my Little League shirts got signed. One was from a guy who was, like, cut by the Dodgers, and he came on and tried to be a pitching coach in Little League. And I'm like, I was impressed, and then I realized this guy's nothing. I wonder how often that happens in actual stuff that's being sold. 
you know, baseball signed. Oh, yeah. Well, that, they're big on that now to but make sure you at least have... sign now. Right. You at least have a photo of the person doing it with yeah. you. That's that's uh, cert- that's certification right there. But I remember when I was that guy for the Diamondbacks, those kid- the gaggle of kids ran up to me thinking yeah. I was the pitcher for the Diamondbacks, and I signed a ton of baseballs that said avoid STDs. I just did the League of Their Own thing. <laughs> Girls are bad. And I just wrote, you know, I, I was... Uh, I never remember who it was. Rick didn't something. To, didn't you go to, like, a Mariner spring training game, too? Yeah, people thought it was Jay Buhner, but that was different. That was just dumb adults. I'll gladly screw with dumb adults. This one hurts, though, because I'm, I'm now part of the the uh, the mom squad that's trying to one-up each other. That that does sound They had a bad. big part. That's like your a, fault. Who cares? I, I agree. What's your problem? Right? What's Brett's going on here? Brent's helped a lot. Brent, I mean, you know what? You've helped a lot. Life's going to be full of disappointments for these kids, so That's on the start money. learning just, early, you're pal. He's trying just to make you part of Italian, too. I still feel like I'd be in a court. <laughs> What's the matter with you? He already is. He's forging What's stuff. The, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's true. There's you're no already arguing. in. There's no you're arguing what he's saying. I'll talk to you after the show about a few things. Yeah, no, <laughs> and if you want to help out, you know, a couple of houses we could buy together, you know, under a couple of, uh, <laughs> you get me an ID, I get you an autograph. I don't know. What a, f- what a friend group. But that's the mom. Groups. That's a gaggle of women. None I know. Of them, none of them like each other ever. If you get seven women together, five of them can't stand, a, and it's all a different five. That's why there's no such show as real husbands of. Of uh, it would be boring. <laughs> like we'd all get along, we'd deal with it. I don't like that dick, but it would be over. Get called out for doing this, right? You but know, that- real housewives is because you get six girls in a room. They're going to throw drinks on each other and eventually going to hit each other. It's a TV show in seven different cities. You can't manufacture that kind of constant. I blame the mom because well, I mean, if the, fault, if the but... mom wanted this bad enough, she could have went and bought an official one with the certificate and everything else. Yeah, so it's the mom's didn't fault. Didn't have time. Didn't it's not have yours. Time. No, no, no. Plenty Don't even give me that. Yeah, <laughs> with the internet, you got plenty she, of time. She knows when her kid's birthday is for God's sake. Not when so you got it comes Johnny up every Hancock. Year, same time. Right that's right, and that's a great nickname for my forgery company, Johnny Hancock. I'll sign anything just like it. <laughs> Part of the discussion came down to cost as well. Right, and it, yeah, they don't want to spend that much money on a kid who's not going to remember. Well, then there you go. It was right. a $35 t-shirt that they were going to buy. Is that what it was? I don't know if that's what you signed I or did. a jersey yes, or whatever. it was a t-shirt. But then, like, the authentic, like, that's too much money. And when you spend. see oh, the so autograph. your kid's not worth it then. That's what you're basically saying. It wasn't saying. her kid. It was another kid. Yeah. But she's tired of the one mom winning. <laughs> hey, so, yeah, it's the cost of doing business. What one, you the one, it's, well, it's, it's, guess who won? Remember, it's, yeah. the, it's the office Christmas party where it was no presents over 10 bucks, and he bought uh, an iPad. Yes. And everybody said, well... You said, and he made it clear, this one's from me, and it was at the white elephant thing. So everybody wanted that, and it was like the he won best gift of the night by being the guy who made everybody else look stupid. That's what she did. Half of me wants to tell. So I'm doing it. The other half is like, this is awesome. So I, I really, say, I, say I it's no, awesome. So you got right. three out of four in the room right now are, are with no, you. Well, I'm. You're with yourself. And Brady, would, you're in on the forgery for uh, breaking kids. I don't think it's on no. you necessarily, but I don't. No, I mean, I did it. It's he's right though. It's not on you. You mm-hmm. were asked. You were asked for a service. How far will I go? I mean, what am I capable of? Well, <laughs> let's that see. To play out. <laughs> Because I need would another do, challenge. I would. Yeah, I need. I need to push this. <laughs> the uh, the Gordon Ramsay we have in our office. 
That's fake. I did that one, and people still aren't sure. That was at Porkopolis for yeah. a long time, and it was on the, the walls wall of Porkopolis. Not a soul thought. Because if you went online and goes, is that really his autograph? And you see his you'd be like, that's him. It's dead on. How many uh, the wall have are you responsible Me? for? Me? Yeah. None. The chalk wall. Oh, the chalk wall? Like six. I think one's Torp Bogan, though. I didn't do Torp. You didn't do no, Torp? No, Torp okay. actually Torp wrote did his it own himself? Okay. No, I'm, there's a couple up there that I've... Yeah, I know. I've faked. That Our big autograph wall. <laughs> you wouldn't know. <laughs> you go up there, you look. My name's right in the middle. You're like... I think you the key tell. is that that person has actually been in the building. You just commemorated sure. well, it Well, I've said things way. like, oh, we should have had him sign the wall. And they right. leave, and then I sign it later. No problem. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Got it. Proxy. <laughs> and then you justify it. Well, technically, they were here. And people will walk by and go, holy crap. Norm MacDonald? Right. Yep. <laughs> That's him. Can tell because it's so high. <laughs> A few of them are real. Now, I don't even remember which. I know Norm was fake. I did that. Yeah. If he's still there, because that was when the shoulder brush happened. But I had to go back. Oh, that was true because Larry and I went back and put a couple back on that aren't real. So anyway, it was just kind of a thought in my head. I'm like, ah, maybe it was the Savannah Bananas that did it to me. I saw all those kids and they were so happy to get autographs from the Savannah Bananas who were just a bunch of, you know, college baseball players who didn't make it. But it was just such a happy thing. And Aragon and Bill Spaceman Lee. (laughs) I would have gotten Bill Spaceman Lee's autograph. That guy was awesome. I don't know. The kid's fine. The kids are fine because you never know. Like at a birthday party like that, the kid's favorite present has nothing. It was probably the cheapest one, but well, it is to outdo themselves. Yeah. yeah. So what would it? What would make it? What would swing you around more toward being okay with it? Would Would a story of that mom bitching about it today? You don't want to know what would make me. Okay I know. <laughs> like what would make me okay with it is the kid like shows off at school and stuff, and then somebody tells him, and then there's heartbreak. Oh. <laughs> like that would make me go, okay, cat's out of the bag in the best way ever. Like, <laughs> the kid's life was just just kicked right off the top. See if there's any use taken away from this. Yeah. Get used Get to it. Get used to it. He's right. Brett's right. He's right. <laughs> most everything in your, heartbreak. Most everything in your life is fake, kid. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, well, what you learn this way is if you don't get the uh, certification. If the authenticity is not proven with that little card that says we've proven this autograph, because I've gotten in a bunch of silent auctions and things like that, and it has to come with that thing in the back that says this happened on this date, we were there, this is a a certification to say this is a real autograph. Now, I suppose you could fake that too, but that's the standard held by, you know, pawn shops and places that you go to trade that stuff, like Field of Dreams. They ain't taking anything that's just like, look, I got a Devin Booker autograph t-shirt, like where's the picture where's the proof so in a way that's the that's the kid's fault for not having a photograph of the whole thing right yep but i was used as the the name who well i work in the industry and john knows all the sons so he got this for so i think i've been outed as the guy who got that autograph so So the next step's probably gonna be like well maybe maybe the dad if the dad has any heart at all he'll go well what we need to do is get whoever got this autograph to go back and get a photograph of this now, I have now. Uh, that's all. The terminology, me. John. Are you responsible for that autograph? Yes. Yep. Dick, why did you say that? I was listening to him. He was smarter <laughs> than you. you just I know, why are you going you are. for this? Yeah. Yeah. You're this is all for, good, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're responsible that's for that. He's saying you've got cover. Right. He's not trying to guilt you into it. Cover for what? what, what yeah. What, what did you do? You right. didn't come up with the idea. Yeah, I don't yes. know. Why, I don't know why you need Brett or, or any because it's like, would you ever do it again? 
Yes. Okay. There, there you go. go. Damn it. He's right. <laughs> Start working on DeAndre. I mean, I'm not saying right this is a debate. It wasn't fun. I mean, I was had a blast doing it, laughing, and like for an hour, I wasted an hour. It, it is Friday. the bananas. We did. Uh, we did our modeling shoot Friday yes. for Action Ride yeah. Shop, and I had some time to kill because it basically took up the half Practice. of the day. So we're modeling. I'm like, so I sat in the office and just wrote Devin Booker's name as I saw it on uh, a bunch of autographs online, just hundreds of times. So how about this? If I bring you a Kevin Durant rookie photo when he's with the oh, Seattle Supersonics okay, and it. have you sign it. I'll proudly display <laughs> In that. In my mind, I'm, I'm even thinking, can't do Sharpie, gotta do pen on that one. For some reason, I just figured, because that was back in the days when pens were more prevalent. Oh, they still had No, Sharpies. no, they had them. But one was, was Sean Kemp that was signed by Sharpie. Trust me, those autographs, you much rather have in pen. <laughs> Alright, start working. Oh, I could do it. It takes five minutes. <laughs> I just got to procure the photo. Yeah, get me a good photograph. And I'll, oh, you're talking about eight by ten gloss. I think yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. card. Oh no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll sign that with it. It's not good. It's a. It's a. I had a little. I just saw all those kids on Saturday and thought, oh, this means something to them. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. If I found out today, and I'm 50 and two-thirds years old, that my Bruce Souter autograph was phony, and that wasn't really Bruce Souter, it would break my heart. That was a big moment for me. If that guy that... I still don't think it takes away the moment. If that big black guy I met in Indiana (laughs) isn't really Lynn McLaughlin, former starter for the Chicago Cubs, and he autographed a Polaroid of me, which was weird. (laughs) He wasn't in it. He had a Cubs shirt on. I'm like, oh, I think... But again, I was four or five years old in Lowell, Indiana. We weren't allowed to go north of Munster where Gary is, so I didn't have a lot of exposure to black people outside of television. Because uh, that was Hillbilly Central. We were we were the rednecks that nobody wanted to see. And they were the black people that our grandparents told us couldn't. And then Crown Point was in the middle where, uh, where like, the Klan lived. Like, there was a nice border. That's true. So Lynn McLaughlin being in Indiana at a basketball game, nobody knew. And I ran over, like, you're Lynn McLaughlin. He goes, that's right. <sighs> the only thing I had on me was a recent Polaroid photo of me. Yes, <laughs> yes. Just reached out and he signed it, Lynn McLaughlin. I haven't ever checked to see if he spelled it right. I've never looked. It's a worthless autograph. But it was like the, you know, your heart's beating fast. It's the first celebrity I'd ever met. So there you go. What difference does it make? What if it's just some brother writing Lynn McLaughlin? I mean, that dumb little crackages guy. You don't know. Who the hell is Lynn McLaughlin? (laughs) He did what you say you do every time. If someone asks you if you're that person, say yes. Payback. (laughs) Because then I met the real Bill Buckner a few days later. And another Polaroid, yeah. Oh, Oh, they were hanging around uh, Indiana basketball quite a bit for some reason. You just carry Polaroids of yourself around? I I I had had a bunch of little Polaroids. Well, no, I had a Polaroid camera. They're in so many other people's houses. And I I had pictures. So then this one was, yeah, I was trying to get in a beaver hunt (laughs) as a kid. A little beaver hunt. Potato bug. At the, uh, the, you know, Oak Prairie Elementary School back page of the newspaper. Like, let's take a look. But I had the Polaroid camera, and Bill Buckner and I are in the photo together. Lynn McLaughlin. Do you still have it? He wasn't worthy of it. Somewhere in that box of stuff. No, I already had, I didn't have the camera. I just had things, remnants. Here's the thing. 
And just a picture of me in a Joe Green sweater. And, Lynn, and <laughs> quotey fingers, Lynn McLaughlin signed it. I think it was just a big black guy. And he was probably mad that some cracker wandered up and assumed he was an athlete. and Probably a janitor. He worked on the, you know, worked in Merrillville somewhere. Well, you watched him play. Did he have no skill? I, it wasn't a, it wasn't, he was at the game. Another, was oh, the high school basketball. He was just hanging around. My dad's old boss used to send me to tables as a little kid of, See that guy of over there? black people and say, that there, Lester Hayes, the Oakland Raiders. Like, what? Yes, sir. They're practicing down the road. Are you sure, Jimmy? Absolutely going over there and ask him. Hi, guys. Are you the Raiders? Get away from us, cracker. <laughs> oh, of course you're not eating at Bill Johnson's Big Apple. Jimmy, you're a dick. You have a table of Oakland Raiders. You're Lester the Molester. In the middle of September, eating at Big Apple. But Dummy believed it every time. Get out of there. That's an Oakland Raiders there. Jimmy, are you sure? Jimmy would laugh, send me over to every black guy he saw and tell me who it was. That dead Guido Merkins plays for the New Orleans Saints. You should go out and go take get an autograph of him. I lived in New Orleans for 10 years. I know Guido Merkins when I see him. You think so, Jimmy? Go get your autograph. Excuse me, sir. Are you Guido Merkins? No. Sorry. Sorry about that. Well, that wasn't him, Jimmy. Oh, he's lying to you, son. You need to go back and push. <laughs> Excuse me. He's positive you're Guido Merkins. The hell is Guido Merkins? Yeah, I think you. I don't know. That's Larry Little. <laughs> oh, it was every time. Dolphins. And I fell for it every single time. That dad's Rush Street Reggie Theus, boy. I'm like, what? <laughs> he plays for the Chicago Bulls. He's a hell of a shooter. You should go get his autograph. Okay, I'll be right back. I mean, every time. Oh. Hey, are you Rush Street Reggie Theus? Who? Never mind. Jimmy got me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> This shy little kid, I was afraid to talk to people. This is why I have social anxiety. Like, goddamn Jimmy Richards. Sending me off to every black guy. Are you blah, blah, blah? Now I got a key sure. Yeah. And <laughs> never once did they go, yep. I got zero autographs with Jimmy Richards. But every time I was out with him, it was, a, it was like walking around in Hollywood. Look over there, son. Can you believe this? That's Joe Gilliam. Oh, oh he was a... A quarterback for the Steelers got into some cocaine trouble. You should go get his autograph, boy. Okay, Jimmy, I'll be right back. Every time I'd get up out of the chair and just wander over to the nearest black and make a fool of myself. You're probably an athlete. Insulted immediately. Go on. Anyway, I had a little little internal, but Brett kind of fixed it. You sort of helped. That last thing you said made me feel bad. But what are you going to do? Full steam ahead. Yeah, I just keep doing it. I'll autograph a bunch of these phony autographs for these kids. What do I care? They're not my kids. Exactly. Somebody else's issue. <laughs> I wrote a letter to Jim Carrey when I was in second grade when Ace Ventura was huge. He sent an autograph photo back, and I never realized until a couple years ago, it's nothing but a copy, and I'm still disappointed. Lives are ruined by fake autographs. <laughs> One authentic Jesus autograph coming up. Holy Week special. Uh, this guy says, hey, John, I have a couple of Devin Booker rookie cards I need signed, if you don't mind. Yeah, I can. I'll do it for adults. Adults, I, If you're a scam artist adult, I'll get in on it with you. But Tainting the minds of our youth. I'm just not that guy. <laughs> oh, at least I wasn't this weekend. 
Yeah, I'd do it again. I guess that was the question of the day. Would you do that again? I was, like, yeah. I was all excited about it. And then it, it hit me Saturday at the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> I got all these kids, they like this. What happened to you? I don't know. I, I don't know. It was such a great night. And then just getting the text saying, oh, two kids losing their minds. Great. Six weeks, she won't even remember this. This is awesome. We won the party. Yeah. We won. <laughs> That's the pressure parents are under, though. You can't bring the cruddy present. They had like a whole weekend. It was like a nine-year-old's birthday. And a whole weekend. They did a resort. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, And all the moms had to stay. It's like a Friday through Sunday morning event to turn nine. So there was a lot of pressure oh, on that thing. thank you. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Dr. Lynn doing God's work. I agree with that one. Keeps us out of the fray. I wouldn't have been in it anyway. Anyway, what are you going to do? Sorry. Just had to vent a little on that one. This weekend you get your Easter keg. No one will care. It'll be authentic. <laughs> and then I was at the Suns game Friday night with uh, Channel 3's Ian Schwartz, the weatherman. And people walked up to Ian. At the table downstairs, we're in the little VIP area. People walked up and said, Mr. Schwartz, this Native American couple, I thought for sure they'd know me. They looked like they had Slayer written all over. And they asked for Ian's autograph on their son's merchandise. And Ian didn't hesitate. And I wanted to tell him, you're wrecking that shirt, weather man. <laughs> this isn't, don't write on that. And then this other guy breaks out an, a book, an autograph book. We love you, We love you. We watch every day. And there's Schwartz firing off autographs. And I'm like, who wants the weatherman's autograph? A grown-up, at least. You know, kids maybe, because I see it on TV. But there's Ian firing off his name on people's stuff. And they were, like, floored. They were torn up that Ian Schwartz signed their stuff. (laughs) It was pretty funny. I'm like, how often does that happen? He goes, a lot. Like, oh, weatherman autographs, a thing? I find it funny people want any of our stuff. So, like, I, I always tell them, like, can I get your autograph? I'm like, why? Yeah. That's dumb. Would you sign my shirt? Yeah. You want me to run yeah, it? Okay. I'm mean, your shirt. You're yeah. going to wash it. You'd like to have it be washable ink. You will impress absolutely no one. The Holmberg signed my shirt. So who? Who's local celebrity? <laughs> That's garbage autograph. So maybe I should just start signing D. Booker. I'm going to fake my own autograph. I'm going to start. That's what I'm going to do for the Easter keg. I'm just going to sign all the kegs Devin Booker. should sign him Father Dale. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a notorious <laughs> autograph. That's a get right there. Anyway, what are you going to do? At least for me. Uh, not for me, but, you know. No, that's a different thing. Anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? As right. I still feel a little bit bad, but Brett made me feel better. And Brady kind of mamby-pamby'd me through it a little bit, but... <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do. That's well, what I do. He kind of gave me some thoughts. Would you do it again? That doesn't make me feel better because you know the answer. Of course I would. <laughs> Wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. They had a huge weekend this weekend. This last weekend on Saturday, they had the uh, the whole Pivot team out there doing demos and rides. So if you're looking for that new mountain bike, especially a Pivot, that is the place to go. Because I stopped in on Friday, and they are. Loaded. Floor to ceiling with bikes. You want one, they got it in stock for you. So make sure you head on over there. ActionRideShop.com. You can find out about all the stuff they have in stock online or just go visit them. They're they're a bunch of cool guys. Action Ride Shop over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. And on the list today, we got uh, 
the Reverend Horton Heat making an appearance. Uh, Led Zeppelin's uh, Stairway to Heaven to welcome to KSLX That's listeners. right. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Uh, Iron Maiden, Aces High for Jerry Foster. Uh, Mastodon, Theory of a Dead Man Down. But it's uh, Sebastian Bach's 50, uh, oh, 50, 50 birth think, today. Yeah, 55. Well, that changed it. So, I wanted to go with Zeppelin for all the new KSLX people that yeah. may be tuning in. But we got Monkey Bit. Well, he's kind of classic rock. You yeah. know, Skid Row's kind of up there. Would Zeppelin, did they, yeah, we're going with Monkey Business. It's too good a song. Yeah. I know, I know. It's Skid Row, but oh, we could do, we could do Zepp tomorrow. Well, yeah, they got we'll, a full we'll, week of we'll do, uh, Yeah, they're not going to do nothing. Yeah. yeah, so KSLX will do that. A little Zeppelin for the, the people who have been displaced. I guess it's because I had such a fun weekend with kids that I had like a a nice feeling about them. For a, It may, may not be worn off yet. It's kind of like mushrooms, you know. Not allowed to go that game you know, like anymore. 72 hours and then later you're back to normal. Maybe I just had like such a positive mushroom experience with the kids that I'm feeling kind and sweet towards them so it kind of burned me a little bit who are you i know i know and the savannah bananas thing changed me man <laughs> it was fun to watch it brought me back to my so childhood i didn't go brought me back to my childhood brett you and i both would have been you like see this the smiles on those kids face i never want one but yeah it was like a happiness involved now i'm like now i know what whitney houston was talking about they are the future this is this is nice Eh, tomorrow i'll be back to normal i just need one better i just need to see someone's child again like it, bring your kid down here, Brady. Like, right. Oh God, this is a nightmare. She's got like her basketball uniform on and an oboe, and Brady's got five things he doesn't want to go to today that he's got to drive to Tucumcari and then back to Tucson. Toledo yeah. can tell you tons of stories too. I mean, it'll it'll wake you right back up. Yeah, I just need to be around negativity and kids again. It was so positive. There's such a positive kid experience on Saturday that I'm like, I was kind of in this afterglow, like it was possible to enjoy them. I know it's not, but believable. Yeah. I think I'm just on hallucinogenics, <laughs> and I really enjoyed something that's not normal, and soon enough it'll wear off. I had a nice long chat with Toledo about that. There was another family that just flat told their kids, I love you, but I wish I never had you. Like, like, this wow. Is, well, no, I mean, that's a fact, because most parents feel that way. <laughs> oh, you ruined my youth. You took away my 20s. Uh, if I would have done this over again, it wouldn't be uh, when I did. You wouldn't be. But don't get me wrong. I made the most of you. And those are those moments I enjoy. Honest moments with the children. But, you know, I need to be around. I need to be around Toledo's kid for an hour and go downstairs and have, well, you know what we need to do for me to get better is to have that to bring your kid to work day. That'll set me it's 24 straight. days away. Is it really? Yeah. You keep it on a calendar? I just saw it today on the uh, future days coming up. They, they give you a rundown of, you know, yeah. seven days. I need that. Easter. I need that to be boosted up. Six days. To like today. Bring your kids to work today. That'll help me get over this. The, the real me would be like thrilled that those kids were all fooled by the autograph. I thought I knew you. Nah, well, it, it comes and goes, Brett. Keep you uh, abreast of that. It's, yeah. it's coming up. Thanks. The 27th. And, again, and now, Stephen, just thinking about it helped a little bit because I'm already ready to put out the. The memo that says, do not bring your kids to work. I'm bringing your kid to work day unless your kid is in his 20s and modeling in Paris. Otherwise, otherwise, no one wants to see your children at work ever. Ever. You work from home most of the time. They've been to your work. That's enough. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 
You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.